This is FoxCast OT, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. So just the audience knows a little bit uh, more about you. Kind of tell us about you. you know, what do you get to do with Fox and you know, what do you do for a living? Physical therapist in PA South. So I'm kind of in the King of Prussia, Norristown area just outside of Philadelphia. I work primarily in an SLC out in uh, Collegeville down the road. That's what I do nine to five-ish, Monday through Friday. And then the weekends, I'm normally at home with uh, my wife and my my son, Elliot. You get to add author to your uh, list of accomplishments as well. We like to share articles and create them with our clinicians, with our colleagues, because we figured, you know, no one knows this content better than the people who live it and work it every day. And you recently shared one on our website, foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox Content. And the title, I feel like it fits as we record the day of a, of a really big blizzard in the Northeast. And the title's Why Clinicians Should Encourage Patients to Exercise During the Pandemic. I feel like during a blizzard, when we're stuck at home in the winter with cold weather and uh, and slippery conditions, this thing kind of it resonates now more than ever. Writing this, I always feel like there's some kind of bias that I have. You know what I mean? I'm a physical therapist. I My job is to dose people and prescribe them to do exercises. So I even wrote in there, here comes another, everybody should exercise more kind of talk. And I, it's true. You know what I mean? I, people exercise, whether they're training for an event or they are looking to blow off some steam and relieve stress or they do it just because they know it makes them healthier right like that's just something you grew up knowing this systematic review just came out recently that gave us an evidentiary leg to stand on you know what i mean they looked at all kinds of high level evidence that looked at not only how does exercise affect your risk of getting sick it also looked at how does it mitigate the effects of that illness if you wind up do getting sick? What does it do if you wind up getting a vaccine and you're exercising regularly? So it really looks at a, a, a wide range of different things on how it can help make you healthier, right? That thing that you grew up knowing this, your whole life, right? Sure. <laughs> and you highlight those. And this article, I thought, really did a good job of maybe reminding clinicians of, hey, all the things that you do on a regular basis. Here's a good quick reminder and, and kind of arming you with that evidence that you mentioned a second ago with, hey, we're still looking into this and we're seeing continued benefits. The more we look at this, the more we actually see it's great. You mentioned relieving stress, strengthening muscles, improving joint health. Those things can then go downstream, reducing falls, you know, improving quality of life. But in terms of being very specific, and we feel like we, we bring this up because it is important to reiterate, what effects does exercise have on COVID-19 specifically? You got into a little bit. So just talk about that real briefly. Yeah, so this the study doesn't necessarily look directly at uh, the effects of exercise on COVID-19. It does a really good job of looking around at some of the other uh, community-acquired illnesses that existed before COVID. Um, pneumonia, uh, H1N1, right, the swine flu, uh, the regular flu. It even looked at uh, shingles, if I'm not mistaken. But what it found is that it not only decreases your risk of getting sick, it improves your immune system and how it responds to the illness. And then it also improves your body's response to vaccines. They wound up finding that there is a 31% lower risk of getting sick from community acquired illnesses with regular physical activity. Um, and there was some variability in regards to the programming. What is regular physical activity? You know what I mean? That kind of ranged anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes. It included aerobic training, 
and a mix of aerobic and strength training and varied anywhere from three to four times a week based on the given studies that were looked at in the whole review. What's nice is that just kind of taking that into what do you do on a daily basis, right? 30 minutes of moderate physical activity is going for a walk around the block, right? I can get a mile walk in in 30 minutes. That's not too bad. So really, they talk about a a whole lot of effects on what exercise can do in order to help keep you from getting sick. Highlighting that there's evidence in place. It's not just someone's bias or a profession's bias saying, obviously, you know, more exercise is better, but improving your body's response to vaccines. That's a topic that's, that's been pretty popular lately. People sharing very publicly and very frequently what's happening to them, how they're feeling after the different types, the d- different brands of vaccines and different doses. We're seeing that it, it improves your body's responses to not only the illness, not only preventing you from getting sick, but also to that vaccine. That's got to be a reason to do this now more than ever. Oh my gosh, totally. They looked at the different studies that included that were included in the vaccine trials of part of this systematic review were included the H1N1, H3N2, influenza type B, the the pneumonia vaccine, the shingles vaccine. So it's really a wide variety. You know what I mean? I don't want people coming into this and thinking, well, maybe who knows what the difference is between that vaccine and this vaccine. All of those different types of vaccines that they looked at showed this one thing that when you exercise regularly, it improves your body's ability to generate antibodies after getting the vaccine. So not only does it help prevent you from getting sick in the first place or help to keep you from getting sick, it also improves your immune system function, right? It helps your body's ability to fight that. And then when you wind up getting the vaccine, it's going to improve your body's ability to use that vaccine, create more antibodies, and just kind of compound the benefits of the exercise in the first place that you're you're investing yourself. Yeah, kind of going the opposite of maybe what old school thinking would it be, uh, just rest and relax. And now mm-hmm. we know that the opposite, according to evidence, is actually true. That was really your last section in the article was, so what's next? What are you looking forward to? Where does this go? What are we going to be talking about three, six, nine months from now? Sure. I mean, nobody loves telling their patients that they need to exercise more than I do. Uh, but just kind of like using this to say, hey, I know you've been told your whole life that exercise makes you healthier. Like here is some grade A evidence that kind of says just that, right? Sharing this kind of information, it's an easy way to understand. It's an easy way that could help your patients exercise more and improve their immune system, right? Keep them healthier in the long term. So if I could make a recommendation, it would be that people kind of use this information and say, hey, look at all of this stuff that's been reviewed in the recent times, right? It could not be more timely, more pressing. We need to start exercising. We need to start exercising yesterday. But if we couldn't do that, then let's make it today. Let's make it so that we are working hard and investing in ourselves and in our health. Uh, one thing that uh, your article also reiterated, and maybe we're a little biased because Fox Rehabilitation focuses on old, older adults, but sure. the evidence really said that one of the groups this mm-hmm. really helped the most yeah. was in fact older adults. You got that right. Yeah, especially it was the, uh, the vaccine um, bolstering. So that it found that older adults who are participating in regular physical activity are even benefited even more when it comes to getting vaccinated and then using that uh, vaccine to generate more antibodies. If we were going to take a a positive from a negative, I know some people are lucky Mm -hmm. enough to get scheduled and get that vaccine quickly. Mm -hmm. If Mm -hmm. not, maybe use that period. If you've got a, a vaccine appointment 
you know, weeks or months away, if that's the case, maybe use the time in between to start some sort of exercise program to kind of give that vaccine some extra punch. Yeah, I could not agree more. I think that'd be a great idea. Again, that article can be found online at foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox Content. Josh, we're not letting you leave, though, because we ask all of our guests what their foxtail is. As a physical therapist who works with older adults, why did you decide to work with this population? What about that this this group of people drew you in? That's a great question. Um, I was working at a skilled nursing facility during my second clinical rotation and just kind of fell in love with the population. I know a lot of people who are in a skilled nursing facility are older adults and just kind of working with them and seeing how grateful they are and how motivated they are, right? How enthusiastic they are to get back on their feet and do the things that they've been doing for so long that they just love to do. My mind was made up right there, right? Those are the people that I want to work with on a daily basis. And then when I was introduced to Fox Rehab and kind of found that we can take this incredible interpersonal relationship that you can develop with this generation um, and then make it even more special, more intimate and work with them in their home and really kind of create a rehab that is not only important functionally, but now meaningful. It was a no brainer. <laughs> Josh, appreciate the time putting these uh, these ideas on the website and kind of organizing those thoughts to really bolster and give clinicians some more things to keep in mind to use and motivate those patients in this specific time during this pandemic. Yeah, Jimmy, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Foxcast OT, a clinically excellent podcast. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.